Welcome to Zupira Podcast. My name is Crystal and I'm your host. Thank you so much for being here and to listen to this episode. Something happened in the last episode and we could not finish. Um, we have to split it into two parts. So right now you're about to listen to the second part of this message. If you haven't heard the first one, I encourage you to go pause this video and watch the first episode watch well the first part and then come and listen to the second one because it's a continuation of what we were talking about so let's now go ahead and keep listening and 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 keep growing with this message well guys as you may hear <laughs> we had a little inconvenience but like god is so good Uh, he solved the problem. It was so the episode was going so great that the devil didn't want us to finish it. But we're here. We have to deliver this message because you never know who's listening. Yes. You never know who needs it. You never know who's there. And maybe this that we're uh, talking about today can help so many people out there. And this this is the main purpose. It's the main purpose of this episode. So I just really don't remember where we left off. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we where do we left off? Well, we we could do a little recap for everyone who kind of yeah. Okay. So yeah. So well, for you this pause might be like a second, but for us it was like thirty minutes. So let's just do like a like a little recap, you know, and then we continue. For sure. So we talked about how the process looks like. How does it look like when Jesus sets us free? How does that how does that freedom look like? And so we talked about the very first step. There's four steps that, that we talked about. So in the first episode, we talked about two. So the first one was prayer. And not only necessarily just you praying on your own, but also looking for other people, community of leaders that can come in and pray with you, can pray for you. Uh, but we also talked that that is also where we stop. And, but that's actually the beginning of our healing process and our road to freedom. And so once we do that, then we go into the second step, which I call say it out loud, which that's when we are vulnerable. Um, and I think that's kind of where we left that we were talking on that subject. We were talking about how difficult it truly is to be vulnerable to other people. Exactly. So we left off of being vulnerable. It's hard to be vulnerable because not everyone is it's, it's seen as a sign of, of, of weakness. Instead of a, a sign of being like actually strong, when you are vulnerable, you're being strong. Absolutely. So, yeah. So we were we were there. We were definitely there. So okay. So what comes after? Yeah. What comes after being vulnerable and opening up to to the people around you and just being honest and transparent? Well, this is this is also another uh, another big step. I want to say. Uh, for many of us. So we're vulnerable. We open up. We've spoken our pain. We've spoken our trauma. We've opened up to the right people about the things that are going on to our lives. Now, the third step is change your mind. And it's right. But wait, before we go to that. Um, so we need to open up to actually the right people, right? Because it doesn't really make sense if we go and then we just say it to whoever because not everyone is going to be able to help you. Absolutely. So it's very, Yeah, it's just very important that we go to actually the right people. The right people may look like your, 
your parents or maybe your siblings or maybe a friend that you really trust or the pastor in your church, right? Absolutely. And every case is different. You know, everyone is different. So for some people that are, are watching and, and, and listening to this, maybe your parents are the right people to go to. Maybe your parents are not the right people to go to. Exactly. You may love them, but maybe they're not the ones that you may feel comfortable opening up to. Uh, and so it is so important that we have to understand that, like we said earlier, healing only comes through God. True freedom only comes through God. And so we may have people that may have great wisdom. They may be very smart. They may have a lot of experience. But there's many adults who are well in their 40s, 50s, 60s, who are dealing with pain themselves. And they don't know how to deal with it. They're exactly. still going through it. They've just learned to suppress it. And, exactly. and so just like one thing we have to just because you're grown does not mean that you're mature. Exactly. Oh, my God. That is so true. It is absolutely true. You see so many grown people out there hurt. And then they're just going through the hurt in their life and then just hurting everyone else because they're hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, how many adults have we seen act like children? Just act cool. Oh. <laughs> you know, and so and so that's something that we have to understand that uh, age, you know, age really is not defined. Uh, age does not define wisdom or, or the other way around. Wisdom is not really defined by age, but mm -hmm. it's really the ability to lean into God and lean into his word. And, and be able to listen to what the spirit is saying. So that is something that is so important. You really need to make sure that you are really going to the right person. Because if you go to the wrong person, they may hurt you even more. It's, it's, it's like this. I think this is kind of the best way to say it. Uh, you can go, like, like there could be a friend of yours or someone that we may know. And mm -hmm. they may have the best intentions to help out people so much so they may say, you know what? I want to help people so badly that I'm going to open up a clinic. Mm. But hold on. If you're not licensed, if you're not trained, if you did not go to school to become a nurse or a doctor, you may have the most beautiful heart in the world, but you are going to hurt people because you are not trained to help mm. people. Wow. Can we just like take a second for this? It's so true. And so a lot of people, even our closest people, they have their very best interests at heart. But if you just don't know how to do it, it's, it's just and it's not it's not that they don't want to help. It's just not the right kind of help that I need or or you might think you are helping, but you're not. Absolutely. And we have to be so careful with that. Absolutely. Imagine. Imagine going to a doctor or a surgeon and before you get on the table he tells you by the way i should let you know this could be my first surgery <laughs> oh no i i get out i'll be like okay but no <laughs> you know what you know what uh i wish you the best of luck but maybe <laughs> maybe refer to me to your professor <laughs> exactly uh so so it, it is so important that we go to the people who are who are ready and are capable of dealing with our emotional trauma. So that's why we're emphasizing so much 
that it is important that you find the right people because if you go to the wrong people, they will make your wounds larger instead of actually helping you clean them. And so, so once we found those people and once we've done that, now the next step is now the changing of our mind. So this is now where God actually begins to teach us his word. So here's why this part can, can be a little challenging. Because the truth is, it's not God's will for us to be in pain. It's It was never God's intention. I know that there are some people out there that believe, well, God gave me this cancer because he wants to teach me a lesson. Or God allowed my parents to get a divorce because he wants to teach me a lesson. Absolutely not. It is never God's will or desire to teach you a lesson through pain. Like God never intends darkness or evil towards you to teach you a lesson. The Bible says that the way that he actually allows us to come to repentance is by through his goodness. Wow. By him doing wrong to us. And so it's many times the enemy or just life circumstances itself that just kind of bring all these things. And the Bible tells us that it is actually what the enemy meant for evil that God will use to turn around for our good. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yes, absolutely. God is so good that he, your circumstance, he will use whatever you're in, whatever mess you're in. Oh, I need to change before I get to God. I I, I need to, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You are at right now, whatever mess you're in right now, God will take your circumstance and he would turn he would turn around for his good and for your own good. And so that's the beautiful thing about our God is that God only wants to heal us, he only wants to bless us, he only really wants to love us. And so once we come to him, one of the things that we're going to begin to realize is that either the circumstances of life put us in the situation. But many times, especially for older adults, we got ourselves in the situation. We got into relationships that maybe we thought were going to turn out well. And, and just, they, they did not. All. all of us. Exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe we got ourselves into a job that we really thought was going to take us to like the career of our life. And we were going to have this penthouse office. In- <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, it is so true. Yeah. I think we all have those expectations and we go through life thinking that sometimes when we're actually acting upon our actions and not God's will, we think it's God's will because it feels right at the moment. We're actually being like led by emotion. Absolutely. And- Absolutely. And, and we, we go a lot by our potential, but not by purpose. Yes. And, and, and that's the problem. It's just like, oh, I have the potential to do this. I can do this. I can do that. But the question is, what is your purpose? Does God want you to do that? Because God gave you a purpose, even though you have potentials to do many things, you know, but God mm-hmm. gave you a purpose because he knew which world was best for you. When he created you, he said, you know what? I know like Crystal has the potential to do all of these amazing things because I've given her so many talents. But right. with all the talents that I have given her, 
this is the road that's going to be best for her. Wow. And God does that for all of us because he loves us and he wants the best for us. And so, and so what happens is when we come to God, we start to realize, oh my God, maybe part of the reason why I'm in the pain that I'm in is because I got myself into it. Of course. Well, why, why is it important that we recognize that? God wants to point that out, not to condemn us, not to judge us, not for us, not to bring shame to us, but to teach us, hey, I have a better way to live. And so this is where God begins to change our minds. This is the part where God breaks bad habits or bad uh, thinking in our mind. You know, it's kind of like, oh, we did this. I remember like when I was younger, my grandma used to tell me that the, that the way they used to cook fish is uh, they used to cut like a bunch of like they used to cut the head and they used to cut the tail and they used to cut the fins and then they would put it on the frying pan and that's how they would cook it. And But that just kind of kept on going from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. uh, one day my mom asked her, like, mom, like, why is it that you're always cutting off so much part of the fish that many people eat and only really cooking a little bit? And her response was like, well, because like, that's the way that my mom did it and her mom did it and her mom did it before then. Mm -hmm. But the problem was, is the reason why they were cutting so much part of the fish out that many people eat today is because the pants were a lot smaller. And so, and so there was room for the whole fish to be cooked. Wow, look at that. And so, <laughs> and so people were doing that out of necessity, but they never thought, wait a minute, I'm wasting so much potential. I'm okay. wasting so much of the fish that can actually be cooked because pants are larger now. <laughs> So, so you have room to cook as much as you want and as much as you need. But the mm -hmm. problem is we didn't develop good habits. We developed bad habits. Exactly. And that's where we suffer. That's why we get in the mess. That's why many times we think, oh, my God, God just got me out. God healed my heart. I'm good. But three months later, I fell right back in. <laughs> I fell mm -hmm. right back into my mess. Here we go again. And this, <laughs> this is the process of condemning ourselves. We're just like, oh, I'm terrible. This is why I'm not worthy. This is why I, even sh I shouldn't be wasting my time in church because I'm always going to be like this. And that's absolutely not. That is the biggest lie the devil plants in you. Like he really wants you to believe that there's no way out, that, that that's it, that you're done that you're never going to change, that there's no better way. You know, it's just such a lie. That is the biggest lie of all. Absolutely. And it's a very convincing lie. <laughs> Especially when we want to be convinced. Like, yeah, it's true. You know, because we give up so easily, you know. We just, we just want to keep ourselves in a little comfort zone. And, you know, okay, I'm here. I'm comfortable. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, devil, you, you say that I'm not good. I agree with you. <laughs> I, agree. <laughs> I agree with you. But God wants to change that about us. He, he, even, even that mindset of, like, us condemning ourselves. I remember when I first started coming to God, you know, I was still struggling uh, I was still struggling heavily with lust, um, you know, especially being, being in my twenties and, 
And I remember I would have situations where I just, I would just fall into my lust and I would go into prayer already defeated. I would go into prayer, think like telling God, God, I know you're probably tired of me. <laughs> like, I know you probably hate me. Oh God. I've done that so many times, so many times. I'm like, God, you know, I know that you probably heard this so many times and maybe you're already tired, but like, well, yeah, we go already defeated. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Whoa. Absolutely. And I used to do that all the time. And I'm like, God, I know you're tired of my sorries. I know you're tired of my apologies. I know you're tired of me repenting and coming out <laughs> here time and time again. Like, God, like, if you want to just get rid of me, just tell me I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's literally me. You're describing me right now. Oh, my God. And, and um, I'll never forget one day God responded back to me and told me, no, Freddie, I love you. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Do you? Are you are you are you for real? <laughs> it was like, I think, God, I think you have the wrong Freddy. <laughs> I think you're the wrong person because you saw my mess. You're seeing my mess. How do you? He's like, absolutely, I love you. I've called you. You are mine. And I'm not gonna change my mind about you. Wow. And that rocked me. That rocked me that God still loved me, despised my mess. God still accepted me in the middle of He knew that in my heart I was stuck. He knew that in my heart I didn't know how to get any better. But he also knew that I did want to change. And he knew that I did love him. And I and I and I do want to put him first. And God was able to see what I could not see. You know, God was able to see that my, even though I was not fully there, I was not fully healed. My heart was his and he held on to that. And I started to understand that it didn't matter how many times I was messing up at that time. Um, Jesus's sacrifice was still good enough to save me every single time. Wow. And it wasn't this thought of like, okay, well, you know, I guess you love me. So I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing. It, it, It was not that at all. It was just more of like, wow, God, like I understand now that you love me so much despite of that. God, your goodness, your love and your mercy is just touching me so much. Exactly. I just, I surrender to you, God. Like, help me. Help me. You know, that's the part that people don't really understand. They see us and they're like, oh, no, how, how can you? Like, no, nah, there's no way. Or they don't, they, don't, they don't think like God can do it. They don't think that the, what we say and the peace and, and the love and the grace and the forgiveness is even there. They, they have such little hope that they don't really believe that they, they don't let they don't they don't let themselves just surrender come on come on wow. come it's on. like their their hearts are made of stone like they're so they're so hard their heart is rock that they can't see it that they can't recognize that they can't let god in their life absolutely absolutely
And, and you know, the, the thing is, too, is that many times, you know, we, we mentioned the devil because we have a devil that is real and that wants to kill us and is trying to destroy us. Yes. Uh, but I want to say that our biggest enemy is not even the devil. Our biggest enemy is ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Because the Bible says the devil has been defeated. Yeah, sometimes we think there are some things in our life that the devil put in the way but it's actually ourselves. We get ourselves into the situations that we're in sometimes. I'm not going to say, like, he's there. He's trying to hunt us. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to steal us up because at the end of the day, he knows that he doesn't want us to have that relationship with God because he knows we're going to heaven. But we also influence a lot in our decisions every single day. And it's not the devil. It's, it's ourselves. And like you said, our bad habits, the habits that we have inherent from our parents that are also bad because they didn't know what they were doing or times were different and they had to do different things back then. But things have completely changed now. So like, you know, there's Absolutely. no need. Absolutely. And, and, and the problem too is that for many of us, we don't know how to forgive ourselves. Mm. We can forgive others. Come on. You know, we, we can forgive other people, we can forgive situations, but we don't forgive ourselves. And we think that many times when we're talking about unforgiveness, we're just referring to other people, but we have to learn to forgive us. Like yeah. if Jesus forgave you, why can't you forgive you? Exactly. Wow, it's so true. It is so true. If God already forgave you, why are you still putting that pressure on yourself? Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard for you to understand that you're a human and that you make mistakes? Yes. And, you know, it's just, I was struggling with that a lot. Um, and I'm still, I'm like, you know, I'm still in the process. We're all in this journey. But like it was before, back in the day, it was just so hard for me. I was so hard on myself. Like it wasn't, it wasn't even the people around me. It wasn't no one but myself. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's something that's important. You know, one of the things that the Bible talks about is that when God forgives us of our sins, he grabs our sins and he throws them to the bottom of the ocean, never to remember them again. That's how drastic God is when it comes to our, our history and our past. And the problem is like God is so drastic about forgetting our past that he throws them to the bottom of the ocean. What we do is we just bottle up right next to our bedroom, right next to our, our night table. Like we keep it close. Like, mm -hmm. okay, God, like you forgot my sin, but I'm going to keep it close to me just in case. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's so true. What a terrible person I am, <laughs> you know? And we need to be more like God. We're, we're meant to be like Christ. And so if God, I mean, I, I think that's just kind of a picture of what he's wanting us to do. Like, that's so dramatic. Like, you, he could have said, hey, I'm going to take your sins and I'm going to throw them in the garbage. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw them. Or I'm going to burn them. No, I'm no. going to grab your sins. I'm going to grab your pain. I'm going to grab and I'm going to. I'm going to go to the bottom we know okay. we don't... and space than we do about our oceans. 
too. We still don't know the end. I think I believe, like, that's what I've read. Like, they still don't know the end of the ocean. Right. right. And God is so dramatic that he's just like, I'm going to go to the very bottom of where man has not even been to. <laughs> so they wow. never find it again. Wow. So that you yeah, want- God, God is so extra for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so we need to learn to forgive ourselves in that process and so in that process is where we are disciple it's Mm -hmm. it's where we are going to church like you cannot be healed come to god for healing and then just walk away like this is a lifestyle of not just being healed but learning how to be whole learning how to be a whole person and so this is where we are taught where we get involved in Bible study, where we really learn from our pastors, where we really walk out this life. This is what changing your mind looks like. You know, the Bible tells us to be transformed by by the renewing of our mind through the word of God. And so there are patterns and there are thoughts that this culture teaches us that are not healthy, you know? And so that's where we need the 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 word of god to help us to transform mind and say okay i'm not going to follow what this world is telling me to follow or i'm not going to receive the teachings of this culture or cardi b or megan stallion like i'm not like you know awesome that you have great music but i'm not going to follow your teachings exactly. <laughs> like i'm going to live by what the word of god teaches me to live by Exactly. And that is how God not only heals us, but actually protects us from future pains or from falling back into the same messes that we got ourselves back into. Like that is how we actually start feeling joy and freedom and and actually just being a whole person. Mm-hmm. Having peace inside of our hearts. It, mm-hmm. it, God doesn't just want to heal you. He wants to make sure that you stay healed. Wow. And so that's that's the important thing. And then once we've done that, and this is kind of, I guess, like my favorite part, um, then we go to the last step. And the last step is mm-hmm. how we know we're graduating. This, this is once you've done it all. <laughs> you know, once you've prayed, once you've, once you've said it out loud, once you've, uh, you know, had your mind change and start getting discipled, then your last step into freedom is repeat. Yeah. And the reason why we repeat is because as long as we're here on this earth, there's still going to be pain. Like Jesus, Jesus never said that we would never deal with heartaches. He Absolutely. He would be there with us. Exactly. And so this is the beautiful thing. Although we cannot promise you coming into Christ is going to be a life stress-free or without problems, all your financial situations are going to be resolved. We can't promise you that. But what we can promise you is that no matter what tribulations you have, Jesus will be there with you to heal you, to pick you back up. He's going to be there to give you peace, which I love how the Bible describes it. A peace that surpasses all understanding. That wow. when it doesn't make sense, when you should be losing your mind, 
when you should be depressed out of your mind, when you should be freaking out, you're not. You're You're not. (laughs) Wow. It's just so powerful. What the Bible says, what the promises of God are are real. They're there. They're so, there's so much like they can't understand. Like, wow. It's just, it's just overwhelming of like good, good, like like a good way, you know? (laughs) Wow. Absolutely. And that's, that's about God. When he gives you his peace, it's an everlasting peace. That's what Jesus told the Samaritan woman. If you learn to drink from the cup that I give you, you'll never thirst. And what she didn't understand is that she thought, well, I'm going to drink water. I'm going to, it was, she wasn't, he wasn't talking about anything natural. He was not only just also talking about the spirit, but even emotional. So Jesus was telling the woman, Man, if you drink of my cup, you'll always have peace. If you drink of my cup, you'll always be filled with love. Whether you're single, married, divorced, widowed, whatever your situation is, you'll always be filled with my love. Wow, this is like... This is like real info here. Like some people think that, oh no, it's only in one stage of my life. No, it's for all stages of your life. It doesn't matter in which step of your life you're in. God has your back. Absolutely. He's there. You, you, you could be married and then unfortunately, maybe later on in your life, you'll lose a spouse mm-hmm. and, they, and they won't be there with you. But you have a friend that promise that they'll be there with you till the very end. Not only so much so, but he's going to greet you when you get to heaven. So he literally will never leave you, no matter what stage you're in. And we all go through heartaches. We all go through losses. We all go through moments that we didn't expect. You know, mm-hmm. we all have victories and we all have defeats. Yeah. And, we're, and we're all human with hearts and emotions and we're all sensitive and you know we all cry we all hurt we all feel and so we're always going to continue being hurt because we live on this imperfect earth and so again we're not promising that you're never going to go through pain but you'll never go through it alone with jesus exactly never ever not even if you feel like you're alone you're not He's just right next to you. He's holding your hand. He's like, I'm here. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Oh, wow. This this podcast is just being like, wow. Like, if you could see me right now, I'm just like, <laughs> because, yeah, I'm only doing audio for the podcast. Like, it's not going to be anything, like, visual. No. But, like, wow. It's just so much. I've been just, like, listening to you, Freddie, like, Wow, it's so true. Like I'm learning so much and I love it. I love when when I get that knowledge, when I get that wisdom. I love learning. Like I'm like a sponge I observe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The same way I love to learn. I love to. And I think that's also I've learned when God really is close to you. The Bible talks about God being close to the humble. And I mean it makes sense because if you think you know it all. The one that actually does know it all, which is God, can't exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's awesome. I feel like we should end this um episode with a prayer. I just feel like that will be like 
the the, the cherry to the to the to the ice cream on the on top, you know, just to finish up. I'll be honored, absolutely, absolutely. If you're not driving, you can close your eyes and just you know, we're gonna pray. And if you are right now in that process of healing, or you're in pain, or you don't even know you were in pain, this is a time to be like, wow. I am in pain and, and I need Jesus to heal me. So we're going to pray. Um, if you're not driving, just close your eyes. Absolutely. Well, I want, I, and I really want to pray and I want to thank you guys for listening to this. And I know that as we were just kind of having this conversation, that you were part of this conversation. And I know that God's already been doing a lot of amazing things with you as you've been listening. I believe that many of you guys are being touched and many of you guys are being healed, even as you just kind of heard this podcast. So we just really want to pray to affirm what God has already been doing since listening to this podcast. So Spirit of God, we just thank you in this moment. Lord, we pray for every single person that has been listening to both episode one and two. And two. (laughs) We pray, Holy Spirit, that wherever they are at, whether they're driving, whether at school, whether they're working out, whether they're taking care of their children, wherever they may be, if they're just at home listening to this, God, we just affirm the healing that's taking place in their hearts right now, in their minds, in their souls. We pray, God, that you would just make your voice, Father, the wind of spirit so that your voice will be like a light in the darkness that will bring guidance that will bring revelation that will bring knowledge god of the situation that they are in god you your word tells us and teaches us that everything that the enemy meant for evil you turn it around for our good. So I just pray for every single person that is listening right now. And I pray, God, that every situation right now that the enemy has brought to destroy them, that the enemy has brought to distract them, to bring them into more pain. God, I ask you that you turn that around right now and bring healing, bring restoration, bring provision, bring answers, bring your light in the middle of darkness, God. Amen. In Jesus' name, we thank you for this. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. This is just too much. I loved it. I loved absolutely everything. I loved I loved the topic. I loved the, the way you said it. Like, it was just like a whole thing. It was a whole thing. I know this episode might be like a little long, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Like I would listen to it over and over and over and over and over. Like, you know, every single day. <laughs> oh my God, Freddie. I know a lot of people after this podcast are going to want to know you more, connect with you more. So can you tell us, please, where can we find you? Yes, absolutely. So one of the things that, I, uh, one of these top, this topic of emotional healing is one of my passions. Um, so I'm actually in the process of getting ready to write a book on this that we just talked about. Uh, but I, I also release content on a weekly basis, sometimes more, more than, more than once a week mm-hmm. on topics like this. So if you want to follow me, you could, uh, follow me on Instagram on Freddie F R E double D Y X Ramirez 
R-A-M-I-R-E-C. Also, I am on, that's for Instagram. On Facebook, it's Freddie, I'm sorry. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Freddie Ramirez Ministries. And then I also have a website. I need to update it. I'm up, I'm working on that very soon. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, no, everywhere. Yeah, but uh, FreddieRamirez.com. Um, and again, that's Freddie with double D-Y, Ramirez.com. And in yeah. there, I practically have my Instagram, all my socials. And uh, when the time is right, you can look out for that book. It'll probably also be an ebook uh, that I'm going to call The Freedom Journey. Um, and that's, yep, that's all my information. Wow, wow, Freddie, that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to that book. I'll be like the first one. Like, okay, I need that book because it's just such a great, great topic. It's amazing. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast and if you liked it, if you want to share with people that you, I'm sure you know, need it, the way you let us know is by doing a screenshot whenever you're listening, either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and share it with us on social media. You can post it on your stories. You can tag Freddie. You can tag Superior Podcast, and you can tag me. You don't really need to tag me, but you know. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to link everything like any of your social media in the description of this podcast as well, so um, you can just copy and paste it and yes thank you so much for watching one and two and yes i will see you in the next episode bye